Indeed, folks. Uh, yeah, uh, eight minutes it is after eight p.m. Uh, you are tuned in to uh, yeah the extended version of Metro FM Token Diniville. Unenzulwe nungalenge kalanga nika lando zoba ogotwa agnani. We move on, and uh, that being said, uh, this evening we uh, find ourselves in the middle of the uh, celebration of uh, the South African Broadcasting Corporation, the corporation, and uh, yeah, known for many years as. Uh, uh, the SAUK, if uh, you take the Afrikaans uh, interpretation, and uh, yeah, an entity that uh, started out in 1936 and uh, has been with us for 85 years. And uh, just to give you some of the history, so so the SABC prior to 1936, the broadcasting happened under the auspices of uh, the Cape Peninsula Publicity Association, the Durban Corporation, and what was called AS and TS out in Johannesburg. And of course, all of these merged into what was called the African Broadcasting Company in 1927. It was still privately owned then. Um, yeah, I guess as much was privately owned in South Africa. And then 1936, I guess, was the moment when an act of parliament was passed and uh, effectively much of the broadcasting brought under the auspices of the state. Uh, and uh, many of you would know, of course, uh, that uh, yeah, the SABC for a long time, radio monopoly and also a free-to-air television monopoly. And I, I think I was probably a few years old uh, when uh, the free-to-air a monopoly ended uh, with the introduction of uh, ETV, but uh, in the radio space, happening much, much earlier. But you'd also remember, of course, that uh, radio, oh, sorry, television, first broadcast happened in 1976. So in the lifetime of many people who are still alive in South Africa. So in as much as CPOs are like 85 years, a lot about the Broadcasting Corporation remains indeed young. And uh, this evening, I have the fortune of... Uh, yeah, having with me the uh, gen, uh, the executive uh, for uh, uh, for uh, corporate affairs and marketing, and Awam uh, Kukumtuli is my guest this evening. Uh, Kuku, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening. It's yeah? so great to be on Metro this evening. Yeah, indeed. And I was saying earlier to to many of our listeners, like I've worked at the SABC for a while now. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this place. Like it's clear, and there's a lot of gems at the SABC that are just being hidden somewhere. So uh, absolutely, I think we need like Pelele COVID a bit more by way of events. At tour, exactly. At tour, but also to make use of all of the lovely real estate that we have here. Absolutely, at the public broadcast, 85 years. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. What, what in your view? I mean, uh, you've certainly also been at the SABC for a while. What in your view, in recent memory, would be some of the significant milestones? Because Mm. also now you're 15 years away from a centenary. Correct. So it's, a, it's quite, a, I guess, a strategic place to be in. But in your experience, some of the big things that you've seen uh, in your time here that have been crucial parts of that 85 years. Well, you know, I think the first thing to just highlight is that to have existed for 85 years as an organization is in itself a huge, huge achievement. Definitely. And um, in this space, a very competitive broadcasting mm. space, I think that's one of the things that uh, we have to be very proud of, that we are still in existence. And we are evolving. We are um, no longer an archaic, um, you know, sleeping giant, mm. you know. Uh, with the digital age, the SABC is really rising to the occasion. And um, just in just a couple of, of months, we have mm. seen partnerships and um, um, uh, channel launches that mm. we had never imagined the SABC would actually roll out, you know. Yeah. So, so I think that's a very exciting period for us. And of course, our radio space, you know, mm. Metro FM continues to dominate and um, this brand is getting bigger and bigger by the, by the, by the year. So it really is an, an awesome time to be living and being a part of the public mm. broadcaster. I find it fascinating because, I mean, this is not unique to the SABC. Mm-hmm. Many a public broadcaster across the world is faced with a similar transition. Um, 
how do you make use of what is called convergence of different platforms and what implications that has for broadcasting. And I find it fascinating that, especially from a news perspective, the SABC remains a channel of choice. Uh, and similarly now with the launch of the sports channel, uh, we continue to bolster our sports offering and contribute, I guess, to the, to the growth and transformation of different sports codes. Absolutely. You know, when we took a decision as the SABC to really uh, implement the editorial policies, and of course these were informed by um, consultations that we had extensively with the, with the public, mm. um, it really shaped the, 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 the way in which we um, deliver our content, and in particular from a news perspective, mm. news's currency is trustworthiness and credibility in this uh, age of misinformation. So really we are very, very proud that our news channel remains uh, the leading news channel in the country, and um, as as well as the radio stations dominating uh, the radio space completely by seventy two point three percent. Yeah, but but there's still a lot of work to be done. On that thing, right? Absolutely. I mean, if I look at the financials of the SABC, as I often do, um, one of the big things about the operating model of the SABC is the role of analog type of transmission mm-hmm. of what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, at at a time when the world is effectively shifted and transitioned towards the digital phase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What implications does that transition have for the listener who's listening in now at home? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I guess, for the SABC uh, from a bottom line perspective. Well, you see, South Africa is actually a country of two very varied um, um, uh, segments. You know, you've got a very highly digitized space, fast moving, you know, uh, comparable with some of the countries in the world, you know. And then you've got another which is um, still highly reliant on uh, FM and uh, and so forth. So the SABC is so well positioned at this stage to actually cater for all South Africans. Not to say that we are remaining behind, but we are very cognizant of the fact that we cannot just... In, uh, go sprint ahead, uh, sprint yeah. ahead yeah. and live stream everything sure. and not consider the fact that you know there are data um, uh, implications mm. there's access implications and so forth so I think that um, over the next couple of years also you know you are aware of the analog switch off by the government yeah, sure. so that also is going to assist the the rest of the country you know can come on board from a digital perspective which will assist the broadcaster um, and, and make its programs a little more accessible from a digital perspective. Would you expand the offering? I mean, a lot of people are saying there's been, I guess, you know, clawbacks in terms of the, uh, uh, you know, provisioning when it comes to specific languages in our society. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to expand that? I mean, I heard of a Ngu and a Kwe uh, offering Correct. in the Northern Cape a few yes. years ago. Yes. I found that fascinating. It is. And I mean, not many people know that, you know, just one of our radio stations, Lotus FM, is broadcasting in four languages, mm. uh, Tamil, uh, Hindi. Gujarati, Hindi, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. And we've got uh, um, uh, Channel Africa in French, in Portuguese, Chinyanja, mm. um, Swahili. Swahili. So yeah. actually, the SABC is expanding all the time, you know, and we are we are one of the broadcasters that are catering for people in many more languages, mm. you know. And so I think that that makes us extremely unique. Uh, you mentioned uh, the financial woes sure, that we have sure. had. And uh, it's no secret that um, the SABC has come through a very difficult past. Mm. But um, in recent months, we've seen a turnaround. We've seen profits made for the first time in five years. Mm. And really, this is encouraging for us because if it means we are generating revenue, it Mm. means our listeners can get better content. They can get more platforms on which they can listen to this content. We can have 
you know, more uh, user-generated content being incorporated, etc. Just making that that whole space more exciting. So, so what accounts for that step change? Um, because a lot of people looking from the outside might just think, you know, um, there's been some reductions on the cost side, which might not be the case. Um, no. a, a big chunk of that has been about generating a lot more revenue with the platforms that we currently have. Correct. What has changed in, I hate to say this, in the sales strategy? I think the sales team have adopted an integrated strategy. Mm. So in the past, you had sales sort of selling to, you know, a salesperson selling to for TV only, mm. another selling for radio only. Now they are skilled at, dif- at different things. So a so client, exactly, yeah, sure. a client gets an omni-channel uh, offering mm. from which they can then pick and and actually advertise. So sure. I think it's it's changed that quite a lot. And of course, we are really aggressive about ge- generating mm. revenue because we know if you've got money, you have got the means to be able to expand yourself to more um, uh, uh, more uh, public platforms sure. and people can uh, get, gain access to your content. Yeah. Yeah. R- remind me at the end of our discussion to give you just no, wait, 30 seconds yet, just to plug okay. you know, uh, <laughs> how many of the very rich people who listen to the show, uh, uh, how they can get hold of our sales team. Because Absolutely. I think it is important that not just for, for, for the SABC itself and its own self-interest, but I think for the public as well, who are our main customer and client. Absolutely. Um, Let's talk, I guess, about the continental part of our offering. Mm -hmm. I mean, a big part of, you know, anybody who watches or even listens to SABC platforms will say what distinguishes the SABC is the scope and the breadth of the type of coverage we provide. So if something is happening in Eritrea, if something is happening in, you know, Western Sahara to the Saharawi people, if something is happening in Morocco, you're more likely to find reportage uh, that I guess is accessible um, coming through from SABC platforms. Um, a lot of that capacity has been lost since we had a lot of the bureaus in different places. But it does seem that uh, a lot of that is being rebuilt at the moment. Absolutely. I think that our, 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 our advantage that we have had uh, you know, in, in, in infiltrating these, uh, these very far-flung areas and, and, and bringing stories from those areas cannot ever be uh, uh, lost. You know, mm. we have uh, adopted a different strategy where we partner with um, other agencies across uh, not only the continent but globally sure. uh, to be able to, to, to do that um, cost-effectively. Mm. But, um, you know, we, this is something that we really take a pride in. You know, we, we do believe that we, bre- we break the news. I mean, the story of, 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 of the pandemic was broken by SABC mm. News in the country. So I think that... That is something that we have a clear advantage of. Mm. People trust the the, the, in, the information, and that's why mm. they constantly tune in to SABC News, sure. and and that we are number one um, uh, um, news provider in the country. How important is that trust? I mean, in a, in a society or a context that a lot of people are seeing as a post-truth reality, uh, this idea that there can be so <laughs> many multiple and poly truths. Absolutely. Um, how important is it to still be that platform that somebody knows? You know, not just because it's regulated, but somebody knows that they can trust that platform because its apex task is to inform the society. It's uh, it's actually our golden thread. It's actually the yes. the currency that we have. It's the most powerful car- currency because I can tell you now that uh, you you have, especially with the digital age, where social media has all kinds, a plethora of of of, of news sources. Mm. If you know that you can get information that can be life saving, sure, from SABC News. You are you are most likely going to tune in. So okay. um, I think it is absolutely crucial. Just Google. I'm going to give you now 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, 
and yeah 30 seconds yeah to run the platform so so can say 30 seconds and jagoo and jagoo 30 seconds please mama 30 seconds and uh, give us a sense uh, of course of where people can get hold of you know uh, our sales people in instances where they want to make sure that uh, they access this growing community of audience that we have yeah i think first of all our website we've got a very clear uh, tab advertise there you know we've got a fantastic sales team that are mm. really very really quick to to respond sure. but but also you know talk to us you know um uh, SABC uh, uh, website has got a media relations team mm. if you ever need any any, any information we are there to, sure. to 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 provide that to you at a drop of a hat so yeah there are lots of sources but the website is the best possible source awesome stuff yeah. siskuku We'll have to leave it there. Um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening. Boni lugutu akona makana pig. Eh, no, kono mingi. Gonke, gahan. Thanks, mama. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Cheers.